you need to make sure that your money is working for you and not losing value. Well, in order to do that, you need solid investment opportunities to put that money into. You're listening to The Life & Money Show, a podcast that brings you the stories and strategies of people who are living a meaningful and intentional life by design, building true wealth for their families, and impacting the world around them. And now here are your hosts, Annie Dickerson and Julie Lamb. Hey, hey, everyone. Annie Dickerson here today. And I am thrilled to have this opportunity to have a special chat with you today. Day. I'm sure you've seen the headlines swirling about around inflation, around interest rates, and around a potential recession. And I'm sure you're thinking, ah, what do I do? Where do I put my money? How much do I hold on to? How much do I invest? What do I do with it? Should I do anything? And that's exactly what we're going to talk about here today. I know it can be a scary world out there. And our whole team is working around the clock, working hard behind the scenes to make sure you have the information that you need to make the right decisions for you and your family at this critical juncture and these unprecedented times. So now before I dive in, just a quick plug, because this is always what we start our episodes with, is there's a lot of information out there around real estate investing, and so much so that it can be overwhelming and tough to know exactly where to go, whom to trust, and where to start. And oftentimes, that overwhelm of information can keep you from taking action. And so we have created our non-fluff guide or no fluff, I should say no fluff guide to how to get started, particularly in passive real estate investing through real estate syndications, which is what our focus has been. It's what Julie and I continue to invest our own personal dollars into because as busy moms, We don't have time to deal with the tenants, the toilets, and the termites. And so we really put our trust and our dollars in to invest with the experts. And so through real estate syndications, you can get all the benefits of investing in real estate, including the tax benefits, the equity, and the cash flow, all without the hassles of being a landlord, which is why it's such a great fit for busy moms, busy parents, busy families, busy professionals, physicians, attorneys, engineers, all of you who are super busy. This can be a great way for you to get into real estate, particularly at this critical juncture, which is exactly what we're going to be talking about today. So that free guide is our book. It's called Investing for Good. And we have a free hardcover copy for all of you. Just go to goodegginvestments.com book. All right. With that, let's dive into some of our thoughts around the state of the market. And my goal here in this episode is to really lay it all out for you. The main factors, economic factors facing all of us right now, what they mean for you, what they mean for real estate, and also what are some things you should be considering and some actions that you should be taking sooner rather than later before it's too late and these opportunities out there are no longer available and you're up the creek without a paddle. All right. 
So um, let's start here. I want to tell you a little story to start. When I was a little girl, I had a lot of fear. I was scared of everything or so many things. As I could remember, I was scared of the dark. I was scared of monsters, loud noises. That was a big one. Ghosts, zombies, aliens, spiders, bad people, and so much more. There were so many things to be scared of. And in particularly, in particular, I even remember being really scared of the loud noise that the toilet makes, you know, when you flush the toilet and it makes that sound. And I was terrified, but as a little kid, you're going to the bathroom all the time. And so I remember every time I would flush the toilet, I have to, you know, I'd finish and I'd brace myself and I'd be like, okay, I can do this. I can do this push down the handle and stick my fingers in my ears and close my eyes. And I'd wait. And as if something or someone were going to sneak up on me at that exact moment. Right. And I was terrified and I had this constant and reoccurring fear all the time when I was growing up. And still these days, sometimes when I flush the toilet, I'm like, "Hmm, I remember that fear back then when I was a little girl, I didn't think I was very brave. And my plan, if indeed any of these monsters did materialize and come after me, was I was going to hide. At the time, the safest place I could think of to hide was my bed. Not under my bed, but actually in my bed under all the covers. And I thought, okay, if any of these monsters come after me, my plan was to then run to my room jump into bed, get under the covers, close my eyes, cover my ears, and pretend as if everything were okay until everything passed. And I figured if whoever or whatever was coming at me couldn't see me and I didn't engage them at all, maybe they would just pass on by. And so that was my plan. That was my plan for years. But as I've grown, I realized if all you're doing is really running away and hiding, it's actually a pretty powerless position. And that plan really didn't give me much control at all. I mean, think about it. When a monster comes, if all you're doing is running away and hiding and staying in one spot, not doing anything, the monster really has all the control. And so I was giving away all my power. And so the reason I'm telling you this story is that right now we are living in incredibly fear-worthy and unprecedented times. We are in the midst of multiple global crises. As you know, the stock market is incredibly volatile and fragile Inflation is on a you know, on forty year highs, and we're talking about a potential recession. So, in fact, we're not talking about just one monster, but there's lots of them out there. And I know, I know that for many of you, it might be your instinct to run away and hide, just as I wanted to run away and hide as a little girl. And your fear is probably telling you, okay, just stay the course, do the bare minimum, do not take any new action, retract, cover your eyes, pretend as if nothing is happening, right? Because when you're scared, that's your inclination. That's 
typically what your body and your mind tell you to do is just, okay, just make myself as small as possible so nobody sees me. And then maybe that will shield me from everything that's going on, right? But you know, the truth is things are happening. You can't wish them away. Big, hairy, monumental, life-changing, world-changing things are happening right now. And if you don't take this critical opportunity to stand up and get ready to fight, the monsters will trample all over you and your finances. And there's no question about that. There's nowhere to hide. But since you are listening to this right now, I know that you're not the type who is ready to just run away and hide. I know you're listening to this because you know there's something more you can do. You don't want to hide, but you may not know exactly what you need to do or what exactly you're facing. And that's exactly what we're going to talk about in this conversation. So the remainder of this episode, I'm going to walk you through the main economic factors at play right now, the potential impact they could have on the money you've worked so hard to save and the wealth that you've worked so hard to create and what you can do right now to prepare yourself and your family for what's to come. All right. So first, in order to face any monster, you have to know what you're up against. So let's start by identifying the predominant economic factors at play right now in this current environment. The big three right now are inflation, rising interest rates, and a potential recession. Now together, these factors are leading to low consumer confidence, as well as substantial fear and uncertainty. That's leading to byproducts like extreme volatility in the stock market. And as you know, huge drops in crypto values as well. And after all, it does makes, make sense when you think about it, right? When people are not sure what to do, they tend to hold back and do nothing. Or even worse, they withdraw, as we've seen people do in the stock market, they withdraw because they're scared and then they lose huge amounts of potential value. But the question here is, is doing nothing, in fact, the right course of action right now? What could be the consequences of doing nothing? What are the potential opportunities in the face of all this uncertainty? Because yes, there are opportunities if you look for them and huge, huge wealth has been created in uncertain times historically. And most importantly, what's the best course of action for you and your family in this situation? So let's take a look at each of these economic factors, their impact on real estate and the opportunity as it stands for you as an investor in the midst of these various factors at play. All right, you ready? So first one, let's start with the elephant in the room, inflation. 
we all knew it was coming, right? I mean, and you just can't freely print money forever without eventually facing the consequences. We knew that when that first stimulus package and the second one came out, we knew that someday we were going to have to face the music. We were just kicking the can down the road. Now, add to that supply chain issues caused by a lot of global factors at play, and you've got the perfect storm right there for rising prices across the board. And this isn't just happening in the U.S. This is happening around the world. And so it's a big deal. Now, inflation did cool in the U.S. Inflation cooled just a little bit in April, but it was still at this sky-high rate of over 8%. And it was just down just a little bit from the March rate of 8.5%. And these are the highest rates of inflation that we've seen in over 40 years. So what does all this mean for you, for your family, and the wealth that you've worked to create? Well, here's what you need to know is inflation can be scary, but not when you're armed with the right tools. And in fact, inflation can be a tremendous opportunity if you take action. So let's take a moment and think through this, right? I always like, you know, I was never a big economic nerd in college, but if I had to go back and do it again, I probably would have loved economics. But at the time I was like, no, no, this business, these numbers, this, this is all this world stuff isn't for me right now. <laughs> but it's really quite fascinating when you break it down, right? So during inflationary periods, what happens, right? So the price of goods goes up, meaning the value of the dollar in relation goes down. So if yesterday you spent $10 to buy, I don't know, what could you buy for 10? Let's say $5. You Okay, I'm not thinking of any great examples, guys. But let's say yesterday, right? It cost you, let's say $50 to fill up a tank of gas, right? And now a combination of gas prices going up plus a lot of things, right? So gas prices are going up. And now you're spending not $50, maybe you're spending $60, $70, $80 to fill up that same tank of gas. Same thing with the price of milk price of eggs, price of a latte, everything, right? The price of goods is going up, which means your money can't buy as much as it could just a few months ago. I mean, we get a lot of our groceries through Instacart these days through delivery. And I look at those prices and I'm like, holy cow, it's rare these days that I spend less than $100. I remember back years ago when I could spend $75 on a week's worth of groceries. And now it's like $75 can barely buy me like three, four things, right? Especially with kids. So we're spending hundreds a week. And so that's what happens during inflationary periods is the price of things continues to go up. So following that same logic, that long-winded logic, <laughs> if your money were to continue to sit in a savings account or under your mattress or anywhere where it's not earning a return that's at least the same level as the rate of inflation. That means you're losing money with every passing day. So here's the thing is for most people, it might feel safe to leave your money where it is, right? You, every day you log into your bank account, you can see the same number in there every day, right? You're like, 
whew, that same number, let's say it's a hundred thousand, whew, that hundred thousand dollars is still there, right? And that makes you feel safe, right? But in reality, that money is most at risk because it's losing value every single moment that inflation continues, right? And so even though it gives you that sense of security, it's really a false sense of security because that $100,000 can't buy today what it bought, could have bought a month ago. And that's why now is the best time to put that money to work, to get ahead of the inflation that's already here and that's still yet to come. So to take action here, you got to make sure that your money is not sitting idle in accounts that are earning pithy little points of interest, you know, 0.5% or 1% interest, because that means you're losing a ton of money. Even though the number stays the same, the value is going down. And so you want to find investments that earn at least the same returns as the rate of inflation. So if inflation is at 8%, you need to make sure that your money is earning at least 8% in returns. And even if you can't find that, even you know an investment with, let's say, 4 to 5% returns, that would be better than doing nothing. So the key here is to take action. Now, real estate, let's talk about real estate. Now, real estate can be a really great way to protect and grow your capital, particularly in the face of inflation. And many, many wealthy gazillionaires <laughs> leverage real estate as a hedge against inflation. Why? Well, because one, real estate is a hard asset and is also a basic human need. Turns out people like to live indoors. And so people will always need a place to live. In addition, the rate of appreciation for real estate assets, particularly in fast growing markets, often outpaces inflation. And on top of that, through investing in multifamily assets, you're further hedging against inflation because as inflation drives up those rent prices, guess what? You as an investor are getting the benefit of those increases. Now, here's what you need to know. See, the difference between the people who are going to be slammed by this inflation and those who will come out on top is that the latter group, those people who are going to come out on top, those are the people who see this inflation not as a monster, but as an opportunity, as a wake-up call to take action and put their money to work for them. So if you're on the fence and if you're fearful of taking action, now is the time to get out from under those covers, seize your courage and find the right opportunities to protect and grow your capital before it's too late and those really good opportunities disappear. Okay, so that's inflation, right? Price is going up, so you got to find investments to meet that same rate. Otherwise, you're going to lose value, okay? That's it in a nutshell. Let's move on to the second one, which is interest rates. Interest rates are going up, up, up. So let's talk about what that means. So rising interest rates, it's another source of stress and worry for many people. But just as with inflation, 
even though rising interest rates might seem scary and bad, in actuality, there's tremendous opportunity right now while interest rates are still relatively low. They're not the lowest that we've seen, but they're also far from the highest that we've seen. So there's still a lot of opportunity. Now, as you know, inflation and interest rates are often tied together. And this latest period of high inflation has caused the Federal Reserve to embark on what may become its fastest series of interest rate increases in over 30 years, with signs of more sharp rate hikes to come. And again, while this may seem terrifying, and your natural inclination might be to stop everything and crawl under the covers and hide, the actions you take now will play a critical role in your wealth and in your financial future. Now, the thing is, we already know that interest rates are going to continue to go up. There's no question mark around that. It's not like, ooh, maybe the Fed will raise rates and maybe they'll go down. No, (laughs) there's the writings on the wall. The interest rates are going to go up. We don't know how much and we don't know exactly when, but we know they're not going to drop down to 2% or even 3% anytime soon. They're on the upswing. So the question is, what do you do? See, at the moment, interest rates are still relatively low and palatable, which means it's still a great time to invest before interest rates get too high. So if you can find investment opportunities with fixed rate interest, meaning you lock in that interest now, and it doesn't matter how high it gets in the future, you're locked in, or as an alternative, a variable rate interest, but with a cap. So for our multifamily investments, there's always an opportunity to purchase a cap. So even if it's a variable rate, we can say, well, we'll take a variable rate, but only up to, let's say, 5%. So then if the interest rates go above 5%, we're not on the hook for that because we purchased a cap or a maximum. So that's another way to protect against rising interest rates. So if you find one of those fixed rate interest opportunities or variable rate interest, but with a cap, then the investment that you're investing in is protected against those future rate hikes. So no matter how high those interest rates get, you're locked in, which is an incredibly smart way to hedge against inflation and rising interest rates. Further, What this means for real estate is that as interest rates rise, affordability will fall. I know, I know. Like I said, economics is not the easiest to grasp. It's fascinating, but sometimes the logic gets the better of me. So I'm going to say that again. As interest rates rise, affordability will fall. So as in other words, buyers, because those interest rates are higher, they're not going to be able to afford as much. So they're going to need to lower the offers they put in when trying to buy assets. This is the same on the single family side as it is on the multifamily side where we play. However, sellers, particularly if they don't need to sell right this moment, may not want to take those lower bids, right? They might look out and see, well, these buyers are only offering a fraction of what I wanted to sell for. 
So they might just hold on to their assets and decide to write it out for the next few years. So, okay. So you're probably thinking at this point, so what? What's the big deal? So buyers can't afford as much and sellers may not be willing to sell. And so what does that have to do with me? Right? Excellent question. All right. Well, remember when we were talking just a few moments ago about inflation and remember how I said that you need to make sure that your money is working for you and not losing value. Well, in order to do that, you need solid investment opportunities to put that money into. Have you been thinking about investing in real estate, but aren't sure you have the time or the desire to manage the investment? Perhaps you're afraid like we were that you'll make the mistake of choosing the wrong market or the wrong team and lose your entire investment. Well, that's exactly why we created the Good Egg Investor Club. We do the work of identifying solid real estate investment opportunities in the best markets around the country and then partner with you to acquire these investments and then we'll all share in the returns. We'll identify the growing markets, strong, experienced teams, and the solid deals. We do all the heavy lifting of managing the tenants and the renovations, and as a passive partner, you get to enjoy all the benefits of investing in real estate, monthly cash flow, long-term appreciation, and the ongoing tax benefits. When we first discovered passive investing through real estate syndications, we realized it fit perfectly into our busy lives. We could put our money to work for our families, work less, and get more time back in our days so that we could focus on what matters most and discover our true passion and purpose in life. We've now helped hundreds of people invest passively in real estate syndications and are seeing the positive impact it's had on their lives. We invite you to partner with us by joining the Good Egg Investor Club today so you can start putting your money to work for you and get more time back in your day because we know that when people have more time in their days, they can do the true work they were intended to do and the world will be a better place. To sign up for the Good Egg Investor Club, go to goodegginvestments.com slash invest and we'll take it from there. That's goodegginvestments.com slash invest. And if deal flow will be tightening in the coming months and years, that means there may not be as much opportunity to invest your money, even if you wanted to do so. So that means, let's say a few months or a year from now, you finally get comfortable, you get out from under those covers, and you're like, okay, now I'm ready, right? But at that point, maybe interest rates have gone up substantially, and there's just not as many opportunities out there. And so you're looking, you're calling your friends, you're tapping everybody you know, and you're like, hey, I'm finally ready. I got $100,000. I'm finally ready. I'm confident I can do this now. And they all say, well, there's sorry, there's no investments for you. There's nobody selling. We can't make any deals work at the prices that the sellers want. Sellers aren't motivated to sell right now. And there's just no deals. There's no opportunities. So then that's what I'm talking about when you're up a creek without a paddle, because then you, you've got the 100000 sitting there. Maybe you're finally to the point where you're like, yes, I understand it. I'm eager to invest right now, but then there's no opportunity, right? That would be the worst, right? Is if you get to that point and you're like, I'm so ready, 
and there's nothing for you. So that is the potential consequence. So what that means is that now is the time to take action. Now, while most people are still scared and frozen, while there are still great investment opportunities available before interest rates climb too high. That's what lies ahead of you is that you've got to find some way to get over your fear and your uncertainty to take action. Because if you don't do that now and interest rates continue to rise and these opportunities start to go away, you might find yourself in a situation where there's nowhere to invest your money, even if you wanted to. And then you're going to be faced with investing your money in riskier deals or deals with lower, much lower returns. So as long as you're aware that that can happen, that's what I want to make sure that you know, is that the further we get down this path with rising interest rates, that's what could happen. So I want to go back again to the fixed rates and the variable rates. So when evaluating potential real estate opportunities during this current climate of rapidly rising interest rates, you definitely need to get clear on exactly how the loan for any of those deals is set up. So if the debt comes with a fixed interest rate, then like I said, you're golden because no matter how high the interest rates get, those loan payments will not change, meaning your investment will not be at risk due to sudden increases in those monthly mortgage payments. Now, if the debt comes with a variable interest rate, that's fine too, as long as there's a cap in place. So for example, if the loan comes with a 4.5% variable rate, but with a 5% cap, that gives you the assurance that even though the interest rates might go up, there's a limit to how high they could get in this particular investment. Now, any good sponsor will have run multiple underwriting and performa scenarios to account for any potential variability in the interest rates. So if you are investing in a deal with variable interest rates, the cap, be sure to ask for more details so you fully understand the potential scenarios and the sponsor's plan if and when those interest rates rise. But in either case, with a fixed rate or the variable rate with a cap, you are taking advantage of the still low rates to put your money to work for you before interest rates spike and inflation causes your money to lose value and those great deals disappear. Now, if on the other hand, you were to sit on the sidelines because you're not sure what will happen, and in the meantime, interest rates and inflation continue to climb, you could find yourself, like I said, you could find yourself in a real pickle very soon. If interest rates were to rise significantly between now and say the end of the year, that could mean that the investment opportunities that come across your desk would likely have much lower returns and thus not be as great of a hedge against inflation. Or Maybe the returns are still relatively high, but the deals, the underlying deals might come with substantially more risk. And so that's why if you have capital sitting idle right now, this is the best time 
to take action, even in the face of fear and uncertainty. Because in a few months time when interest rates are significantly higher than they are now, you will be incredibly grateful you took action now to protect your money. So that's really why I wanted to have this special episode and this conversation with you because I feel like so many people are scared and they're uncertain and they're not sure. And so when you're in that state of mind, the default is to take no action, to shut everything down. And I want this, if this needs to be your wake-up call, I want this to be your wake-up call because I don't want you in a few months' time to come back and say, oh, Annie, oh, Julie, you didn't tell me. You didn't tell me I should have taken action and now I've got nothing. And so we wanted to take this opportunity to really let you know exactly what's going on right now. So you have the facts, you have the data, so you know how to best make those decisions for you and your family. All right, the last main economic factor right now is a potential recession on the horizon. So let's talk about that. Oh, recessions. Well, going back to Economics 101, a recession happens when the economy shrinks for at least two consecutive quarters, or in other words, six months of negative economic growth, six consecutive months. And this is measured by GDP or gross domestic product, which represents the total value of goods and services produced within a country. So that's every home that's built, every car that's purchased, every latte that you buy, all of it, right? It all goes into this GDP gross domestic product. So when that number goes down for six months in a row, then technically we are in a recession. Now, when the GDP then climbs back to pre-recession levels, then the recession is over and we can all party. Okay, so right now, as I'm recording this in May of 2022, we're near the end of May. We are not technically in a recession yet, though many experts predict that with the combination of high inflation and rising interest rates, we could be heading into a recession in the near future. Now, so far, the labor market, so that's all the jobs available, and consumer spending, so that's everybody going out and spending money on Amazon, Target, all that stuff. So far, that all still remains relatively strong with a few little peaks of what's to come here and there. But overall, the trends are still strong. But with the Federal Reserve signaling further rate increases needed to cool the economy in the coming months, there's a lot of worry and doubt starting to set in, and that could have a real domino effect. Now, one of the biggest fears during a recession is potentially losing your job and getting laid off, right? And so massive layoffs are typically the first stage of a recession, meaning that many people, not just you, but many people may lose their primary source of income. Now, for investors, savvy investors like you, who have created multiple streams of passive income, that additional income can be key 
in helping you to ride out a recession, particularly if you were to lose your job, because that passive income is not, it's a separate stream of income, right? So it allows you to maintain some level of financial security, even if you do lose your job. Now, when facing a potential recession and thus the potential of maybe losing your job, again, your natural tendency might be to just, okay, let me just hold tight to the status quo, not do anything rash. (laughs) And in other words, you might want to hang on to as much of your savings as possible so that it's there for you in case you need it. And I totally get it. The money, when it's in your bank account and you can see the same number day in and day out, it seems safe when it's sitting there and it's available for you. It's not in all these various accounts and investments. You have to hunt them down and know where they are. I get it. It's easy. It's safe to have it all in one place. But the problem, as we've talked about, is that with sky-high inflation, that money continues to lose value every day that it's sitting there, which means you could be missing out on tremendous opportunities to protect your capital, to hedge against inflation, and to build wealth for your family. So now, I'm going to give you a key, a key step here that I think will make a small but really pivotal difference. So the thing is, I'm not saying you should go out right now and invest every penny that you have. Please don't tell me and <laughs> come back and say, Annie, I listened to that episode two months ago and you told me to invest. So I invested every last dollar I have. No, that is not what I'm saying. <laughs> that would not be very smart. You do in fact need some savings. We all do. And most people refer to this as an emergency fund or some sort of runway just in case you need it. Hopefully you won't need it, but that emergency there, that emergency fund is there for you just in case of emergencies, right? So the first step is to start by figuring out how much you need in that emergency fund to give you enough runway to ride out a few months if you need to. And depending on your risk level, that's going to guide how much you'll want to put in that emergency fund. So it might be the bare bones living expenses for three months as you try to find a new living situation or new job if you were to lose your job, right? Or it might be for you, you might be more comfortable if it's every, all your current standard of living with everything, all the things that you spend on right now for a whole year. Maybe that's what you need to feel comfortable. So decide on what that is for you, depending on your risk level and your tolerance and get crystal clear on how much you need in that emergency fund. So that is a non-negotiable, okay? So if that number comes out to be the exact amount or about the same amount or less than what you currently have in the bank right now, you don't need to invest anything. Do not invest anything because that money that's there that will be your emergency fund. If you were to invest that, I could totally see how you would be a nervous wreck because if you were to lose your job tomorrow or something unexpected happened, you would have nothing to fall back on. So the first step is to figure out how much you need in that fund and to make sure that you have that emergency fund available and at the ready. Now, anything 
above and beyond that, though, that's where the fun part comes. So that's where you need to take action now to put that additional money to work for you before it's too late. So the thing with having the emergency fund there is that that is your base. That's your foundation. That emergency fund is there to give you confidence in knowing that you have a safety net. But the rest of your funds, anything above and beyond that emergency fund, that is lazy money, honey. (laughs) And it is just sitting there and it is not working for you. And so that's where you need to figure out how to put that money to work. Because that additional, that emergency fund money, that money has a job. That job is to be there for you as the safety net in case you need it. All that money above and beyond the emergency fund, that money has no job. So it's sitting there, sitting idle, not really doing anything until you put it to work. So once you set aside your emergency fund and you find strong investments for all your remaining capital, that's when you'll be in the best prime ideal position because that's how you can hedge against a potential downturn, how you can protect your capital and put yourself and your family in the best position to face whatever is to come. So the combination of the emergency fund plus investing everything above and beyond that. All right. So where does that leave us, right? So we've covered those big three, inflation, rising interest rates, and a potential recession. And these last two, it's been over two years. I feel like we've been in this weird time warp. Do you guys feel like that? I feel like we've been in a weird time warp over the last couple of years. Sometimes I don't even know what day it is. The other day, I took my kids to a birthday party and I swear there's this kid. So it's family friends, right? So you know how it goes with family friends. There's friends of their friends that you only see every year at the birthday party. You don't hang out with those friends of your friends outside of those birthday parties or family events, right? So there's a certain family that we only see once a year, maybe at these family birthday parties. And I could have sworn, I could have sworn their kid was like, maybe two. The kid walks up, he's five. He's five. And I'm like, what is happening? I feel like we've been in this time warp, right? But these last couple of years, they've been a whirlwind for all of us, right? Between the pandemic, the global conflicts, the supply chain issues, inflation, and so much more. I get it. You're tired. I'm tired. We're all tired. And now with everything that's going on, I'm sure that every ounce of you wants to crawl under the covers, turn out the lights and make it all go away. And trust me, if I had a magic wand that I could sell to you that would make this all go away, I would do it. And I would get myself one too. But the fact of the matter is, as much as we may want to, we cannot just wish away these big, hairy, global problems. And they are going to get you. They are going to impact you, your family, and your future, whether you're ready or not. And so the question is whether you will seize this opportunity to take control of the outcome and make sure you're in the best 
possible position to face what's to come, or whether you'll let fear hold you back and thus suffer the consequences as the world and the economy continue to shift. And I know it's hard. Believe me, I know it's hard. You've got a ton of things going on, a lot on your mind, and I know you want to run away. But listen, I wouldn't be here speaking with you if I didn't think that this was supremely important. We paused our lineup of podcast guests so that we could get this message to you because honestly, things are hitting the fan right now. And things are going to continue to hit the fan in the coming months and years. And we want to make sure that you are empowered to do everything that's needed because I can't invest on your behalf. Only you can make those decisions, right? But what we can do is give you the information and the data so that you can feel confident so you have it all out for you. All the cards are out on the table so you can make the decision and you can take action. So that's all we can do is we can share with you what we're doing. We can share with you the facts and the data and historically what's happened and encourage you to take action because we don't want you to be left behind. That's, that's exactly what this is about. I don't want to see you left behind in a few months or a year's time and come back and say, man, I wish that in May or June of 2022, whenever you're listening to this, I wish that back then I had the certainty and the confidence to take action because that would have put me in a very different place now. That's what I don't want to happen. I want you a year from now, five years from now to come back and say, Man, I am so glad that I had that wake-up call in May or June of 2022. I'm so glad that despite all my fear and my uncertainty, and as much as I wanted to crawl in a corner, I didn't. I stood up, I was brave, and I took action. And even though I didn't know the circumstances, I trust, or I didn't know what would happen, I trusted. I trusted in myself, and I took action. And I found the right opportunities to put my money to work for me. And now look at me. Now look at me, right? That's where I want you to be. That's where I want, if you're listening to this, I care deeply. We all do. Me, Julie, the whole Good Egg team, we care deeply about each and every one of you. We work hard around the clock to make sure that you are in the best possible position for everything that's to come. And that's really what this is all about. So I want to leave you with just a couple of things here. So if you are ready to take action now, and again, I am not, you can ask anybody on my team. I am not a salesperson. I'm not trying to sell you anything. All I want to do is make sure that if you are ready and you are looking for an opportunity that you are aware that we currently, as of May, 2022, we do have an open opportunity for you to invest in. And both Julie and I are investing our personal funds into this opportunity. In fact, we're investing a million dollars of our personal capital each. So we invite you to invest alongside us. And this is our Good Egg Wealth Fund One. It's a portfolio of three multifamily assets in three tremendous growing markets that we've been a fan of for a long time now. 
Tucson, Arizona, Houston, Texas, and Raleigh, North Carolina. All three of these markets are showing and continue to show tremendous job growth, population growth, job diversity, all the things we look for in prime markets. And all three of these properties, it's a great mix of different property types and business plans. So with one investment, you get built-in diversification. All right. So that's if you're ready to take action right now. But if you're not, you're like, you know what? This is a wake-up call, but I am not there yet. I don't have the money yet, or maybe I don't have the knowledge and the information yet. So if that's you, if you're curious about how, how all of this works and you're like, okay, soon I want to get into something like this, or I want to fast track my learning so that I can get into something like this sooner rather than later, then we have another couple of options for you. So that's our seven-day, our free seven-day email course called Passive Real Estate Investing 101. You get one email a day for seven days to give you all the basics on how real estate syndications work. And then of course, our book, Investing for Good, which I mentioned at the top of the episode, we have a free hardcover copy for all of you. That is a great place to go as well. So We'll have all those links for you in the show notes, but in case you've got your pen ready right now, I'll give you those links as well. So for Good Egg Wealth Fund 1, the best place to go is goodegginvestments.com slash wealth. And you can learn all about that. You can make your investment commitment. You can go go ahead and send in your funds now if you're ready. And that will be open only for a limited time. So if you're interested, definitely jump on that because once those spots fill up, we will close down that fund. For Passive Real Estate Investing 101, you can go to goodeginvestments.com slash free course, one word, free course. And for the book, of course, you can go to goodeginvestments.com slash book. As always, if there's ever anything we can do to help you on your journey, feel free to email us at info at goodegginvestments.com or you can call or text our team at 888-830-1450. And remember, great fortunes have been made and lost in turbulent times like this. Now, right now is your opportunity to write your own story and determine your own path through what's to come. But whatever you do, just make sure you do something. Taking action now is more critical than ever. And I hope that this conversation is just the beginning of helping you down whatever path it is that's right for you, wherever you are on your journey. I hope this helps move the needle for you just a little bit in helping you to take action. I'm Annie Dickerson, and together with Julie Lamb and the rest of the Good Egg Investments team, we all wish you a sunny side up day and hope that if there's ever anything that we can do to help you reach out, we are always here for you. And together, we're going to fight these monsters together and we are going to come out on top. I guarantee it. You've been listening to The Life and Money Show, the number one podcast for people who, like you, are living a meaningful and intentional life by design, building true wealth and making an impact in the world. 
For more resources, check out goodegginvestments.com and be sure to join the Life and Money Show community on Facebook. And if you got value out of this show, please subscribe and give us a five-star review so we can continue to bring you amazing new conversations.